We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're back, Lucky Lefty Podcast. The Anora Boys are definitely in the building. Don't forget, exclusively on CFB Nation, starting this fall, you need to go follow us over there at CFB Nation. Go follow us right now. All of our great content shows will be releasing this fall outside of the Lucky Lefty Podcast. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CFB Nation. You get your audio edible each and every day. Then go to YouTube, subscribe, the thumbs up, smash that for us. It helps with the views. Leave your comments. We respond to all. It's a Lucky Lefty podcast. We are indeed the home of the misguided passion. And you better believe we spin it different. Notre Dame fans, I know how you might feel. Notre Dame is constantly under barrage in the college football landscape. By everyone. Recruiting, rankings, media, radio and TV, scouts, you name it. They hate Notre Dame. Hating Notre Dame, by the way, it's great for business. I don't know if you guys know that, right? With Notre Dame, it only benefits you if you're hot or cold. It only benefits anyone if you're hot or cold. You can't be in the middle with Notre Dame and benefit from Notre Dame and the brand. Because either you hate them or you love them. And most people choose to love them and benefit in that way. So as we move forward, and we think about the 2023 season. Uh, we've had things come out recently saying that Notre Dame is overrated as a team. Uh, I believe something's come out recently saying that Marcus Freeman might be overrated as a coach. We've seen North Carolina State right, right there with Notre Dame as far as returning defenses and where they rank. Sam Hartman bears the brunt of a lot of this disrespect in this spring and going into the summer. 
We've had several articles coming out with returning quarterbacks, where they rank. And honestly, myself, I've been on record saying Sam Hartman is five or six for me. Five or six. Have no problem with anyone that feels like he's four, three. I'm not about to sit here and debate. I'm not about to do that. He sits five or six for me. And that's debatable. I've seen him as low as seven. I've seen him as low as eight. But this recent ESPN article that had the tiers of quarterbacks returning, let me tell you something. I tell you guys all the time. The college department for college football of Notre Dame, being a former employee, is not supplied very well with people that really know the game especially on the high school side. Heck, they had Jaden Greathouse as a tight end. That says enough. This kid has been one of the best wide receivers in the nation since a sophomore. They had him labeled as a tight end. What else do you need to know? Most of the ESPN college football consortium is based out of Charlotte, the Charlotte offices. They're not even in the Connecticut area. And so with that being said, there is a bias definitely to the schools on the coast, ACC like a Clemson, and schools in the Southeastern Conference due to proximity, due to business, other interests. So anytime ESPN decides to, I'm going to say this word strongly because I think it's needed. Because this is exactly what they did to Notre Dame and Sam Hartman. Anytime ESPN decides to defecate on Notre Dame and Sam Hartman, it's not a shock to me because I understand the connections. I understand why it's more money and more valuable for them to be haters of Notre Dame rather than lovers of Notre Dame. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let me tell you this. The tears of quarterbacks returning in 2023. Of course, tier 1A, Drake May and Caleb Williams. That goes without saying. Tier 1B, entitled the most prolific quarterbacks not named Williams or May. Spencer Rattler's in there. No, bro. Let 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 me. Let, 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 this is tier one B. Okay, Malik, feel free to jump in and stop me at any point, bro. Because I'm about to give you the four quarterbacks that are in tier one B. So okay? it's tier tier one A is just Caleb and Drake. Yes, that's fair. Okay, I get that. Tier one B. Are you ready? Okay. Jordan Travis. Already? I mean, what is he really? Okay. Bo Nix. Okay. <laughs> Michael Penix Jr. That's getting better. And Cam Rising. Yeah. From Utah? Oh, my God. See, two of the four? No way. I would trade... Knicks for Ewers, but Knicks is Knicks is one of those quarterbacks that's, that's got that's gotten a great opportunity in the place he's been at, that's elevated his play, mm. but it's also a misconception as well because of how volatile he plays. He reminds me so much of a Chad Kelly. Yeah, he makes some good plays with, around some good talent, but. Is he the guy that's going to get you over the hump? I don't know. Cam Rising has the old veteran quarterback, Brandon Sweden, Whedon swag to him where he's he just knows the game. As an individual, is he a, a superstar or a 1A, 1B? No, I, I don't think so. But I do believe because he's experienced and veteran and all that good stuff, He's going to be a really good piece for a Utah team as mature and, and getting older. Uh huh. But Bo Nix is, and then Jordan Travis, he's le, he's the hype reason why Florida State is in the top five right now. I think let he's. Me, let me give you something though. Jordan know. Travis is number seven in the nation in yards per attempt. 
number four in the nation yards per completion. I think a lot of people have a misconception of Jordan Travis being a runner and really haven't given him credit for the way he's improved himself as a threat via the pass. Well, he's put in a lot of work. They're never going to give him the credit for that as long as he can run. <laughs> That's the difference. Until he can't show he can run, they're yeah. never going to give him the credit for the pass. That's probably why Michael Penix went to Washington because Michael Penix was good uh, as an overall quarterback. He was great at Indiana. Got hurt. But Indiana wasn't gonna gonna give him the what Washington is giving him from a development standpoint. Gets to Washington and gets around great wide receivers, great offensive line, and then takes it to the next level Can as a imagine? quarterback. So, but that's a difference from a guy that has a talent that's going to a better situation than a guy that has talent, and you can't tell if he's really that great or not. I have no problem with – look, Bo Nix has not done anywhere near or has not accomplished anywhere near what Sam Hartman has accomplished. That's all it is. It's just an accomplishment thing because he'll right. have some game stats where you're like, damn, you threw six touchdowns, 500 yards. Oh, man. Yeah. But – then you go into a big game the next week where you got to win and you get embarrassed. Facts. Facts. He you has not. Game, you play a game against Georgia and get totally destroyed, like junior college versus NFL team type game. And then the next three weeks you put up 7,000 yards. It's like, uh, are you good or not? Are you good or not? I think, in my opinion, Cam Rising is in this group because of the team and the program. The consistency of Utah and the program has elevated Cam Rising because Cam Rising just happens to be the quarterback during this period where they've been extremely consistent and won back-to-back Pac-12 championships. I can take advantage of the experience, the team growing at the right time. Yes. You know, yes. everything is is in your favor. You're a veteran. You coming off of a pretty decent, you know, you got that Carson Wentz factor. Y'all go 11 and, and 5, you get hurt at the last, you yeah. know, end of it. So everybody's like, man, what could have been, what should have been. So you everything is coming into play for you. So I can see why he's in that position. Yeah, of yeah. one one B because now it's like, man, if you just do what you're supposed to do, you're gonna put your name in the ranks of the top quarterbacks next year, regardless. So, are you ready for the next tier? Okay, this is one B. <laughs> this is one B. Now we're going to tier two. Tier two. You ready? Arkansas's K.J. Jefferson, Kansas's Jalen Daniels, Michigan's J.J. McCarthy, and Texas San Antonio's Frank Harris, tier two of the quarterbacks in 2023. Texas quarterback who? 
Texas San Antonio <laughs> quarterback Frank Harris. He's a lefty. Never heard of it. Uh, he had the best QBR in the country last year. Jalen Daniels definitely should be a tier one if Jordan Travis is a tier one. And I think a lot of that is based on uh, Jaden Daniels' route from where he was at, comfortable at ASU, to be able to go down to LSU. No, 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 no. Jalen Daniels at Kansas, not Jaden Daniels at LSU. Dang, he still ain't make the, the 1B, uh, 1A tiers yet? No. Golly, now, that's, that's crazy. Jalen Daniels at Kansas, once he got hurt, their season was yeah, okay, so I know Jalen Daniels from Kansas I think is a great prospect. Uh, it's weird how how he's as good as he is and they're running a two-quarterback system, you know. It's, or did some two-quarterback type of things in that game against uh, – who was that bowl game against? Um, it was a good team. And they did that uh, double quarterback play. It's like, why would you take the ball out of your – you know, whatever. But <laughs> – Jalen Daniels fits a lot of the same situation as uh, our guy, uh, Michael Penix Jr., in my opinion. I think they're both very talented individually, but uh -huh. team situation fitting them better would only highlight them as an individual greater, which gives them that both of those guys, in my opinion, are the guys that have the most approved going into next season to show why they're you know, in the company of a – Right below that, that 1A group with Caleb and, and Drake May. I think Caleb and Drake May are not only accomplished, but talented-wise, the, the better uh, two options over the rest of the guys in the country. But when you talk about a accomplishment plus talent plus a, a good situation, I think you, you got a Michael Penix Jr. You get yourself a Jalen Daniels uh, where – their team is the perfect fit and the perfect um, collaboration of what they need to show why they're the top quarterbacks in the country. And I think Jalen Daniels and Jaden Daniels uh, from LSU, they should both be in the conversation because Jordan Travis is getting a lot of love, but I don't think that he should get more love than what Jalen was able to do last year and even Jaden Daniels was due last year. You ready for tier three? This mm -hmm. is A. <laughs> Look, we try to be, I know a little left is around you. We try to be family friendly. I understand that expletives might be forthcoming. So, you know, just be yourself. I just just be mindful. Be yourself. <laughs> be yourself and be mindful that little left is around you. <laughs> Tier three. Alabama's Tyler Buckner, Jalen Milrow. Both Clemson, of them? Yes. <laughs> Clemson's Kay Klubnik. Georgia's Carson Beck. Ohio State's Cal McCord. Penn State's Drew Aller. And Tennessee's Joe Milton II. Damn, they just throwing names in there? It's a random group. I think J.J. McCarthy belongs in that group because, I mean, if you look at J.J. McCarthy right now, what is it that he can do to prove himself as a top quarterback 
in the country right now. It's not much. No, I disagree with that. I think went JJ, back back. I think JJ showed you he's better than Tyler Buckley. But that's because of team. I and, don't care what it is. And him and him staying healthier because we everybody should be considered better than Tyler Buckner right now because Tyler Buckner don't have enough enough to be able to stack up against a JJ McCarthy who's been to two college playoffs back to back years. But what a, what is JJ McCarthy doing that's a tier one ability? Or even well, a tier he wasn't two. he wasn't tier one, he was tier two. I'm saying even tier two either. He's better than the quarterbacks. He's probably the top dude in tier two. He's better than KJ Jefferson, dude. Come what is on. what is what is JJ McCarthy doing that special? Or that you would say is even better than KJ Jefferson? Because I can name a couple things KJ Jefferson's doing that has a lot of potential. But JJ McCarthy's in the most protected system in college football. He's not asked to make great plays consistently or play hero ball ever. They're running the football. He's throwing play action against great matchups, and they're not putting the ball in his hand to win the game. The The way they win games is running the football, and by the fourth quarter, they they doing everything they want because they done beat you down up front. But that doesn't mean that he's not a good quarterback. It, it's not making him a great quarterback either. I think he's a, a, a middle-of-the-road guy, but what is he? what can he do in that offense they got that's going to put him in that conversation of a tier one or a quarterback that's a top five going in next year? Other so you got one A, one B, and tier two. In my opinion, he's a tier two quarterback. You can't dismiss the fact. Wait, hold on. You can't dismiss the fact that he wins. That's no, why I think that's, that's that's why Cam Rising somehow ended up in tier one. Yeah, because he's because he's old won. But, absolutely. But JJ, no, I would take JJ McCarthy over Tyler Bucker. I yes, at this point, yeah. But Tyler Buckner, I mean, you should take everybody over Tyler Buckner right now. If you're going into, I need to know where I'm at going into the season. If Tyler Buckner had the same amount of games played as J.J. McCarthy, I would take Tyler Buckner. And if we'll be honest, if we'll be honest, let's be honest. He made mistakes. But when he had to pass the ball to get Michigan back in the, in the semifinal game against TCU, he did it. When he was forced to throw the ball to get them back in that game, he did it. So I'm not looking at one game and giving him the opportunity to so think you ask you asked the question, what has he shown? I just gave you evidence. That's not elite. That when I didn't say he was elite. What do you keep saying? That's what he's, I'm he's, tier, he's tier two. I don't think he's tier two. Okay, that's a, that's what I'm trying to say. I think he's a pretty decently good quarterback but if the team success wasn't what the team success was he would be a middle of the road guy I think he'll be better than Graham Mertz but right under like him and Kyle McCord be the same to me I just think because JJ McCarthy like Cam Ryan come on he has he has more physical talent than Kyle McCord what is okay okay just to go okay what is a, a a tier two or tier one thing that JJ McCarthy has except the winning factor I don't think he has a super strong arm I don't think he's deadly accurate like uh, Drake May is I think he's just a good quarterback that is is benefit bro, off of bro, that's really bro. good I don't know what he's wait, wait. This kid is he's not crazy. like a Lamar fast or a Trevor Lawrence big. 
This kid it's, is cr crazy athletic, bro. You crazy you, athletic. You can't tell me that a kid goes out there against Ohio State and just makes plays with his legs and then say, oh, what, what does he do that he doesn't do anything? What are you talking about? He's in a horseshoe. He's the in the horseshoe making plays with his legs and making big plays with his arm, but you're trying to make him seem like he's just Let's an talk about the, Okay, we can talk about the Ohio State. Wait a minute. Is he better than Cade McNamara? Yes, but Cade McNamara. Oh, so Cade McNamara beat Ohio State. Cade McNamara is at Iowa right now. Cade exactly. McNamara, Cade McNamara is, a, is a, like I said, a solid good quarterback too. I think J.J. McCarthy's a better athlete, obviously. But J.J. McCarthy isn't better than, he isn't better than uh, Joe Milton or, or or have elite traits in or better than any other tier one guy. He doesn't have Joe Milton. Are. There's nothing that JJ McCarty has elite to put him in a tier two category. That's all I'm saying. I think he's he's good for where okay. he's at. He just happened to be a five star quarterback. That's all. That's all. Okay, the name that's the all. Elite traits of JJ McCarty. That's all. Name the elite traits that Cam Rising have. He doesn't. I don't agree with the Cam Rising thing. I, so I'm this you don't have to have elite traits to be a big time to be a big time quarterback. What you said? What? You don't have to be have elite traits to be a great quarterback in yes, college football. 100%. Yes, you. Oh, no. you said I said okay. in college football. Okay, okay, okay. I was saying in the ranks of you're talking like you're an NFL year. scout. We're getting drafted for next year. Yeah, that's why we say no, tier one. We're tier talking two. about we're talking about college football. College football. JJ McCarthy can win ten games with the team he has Easy. right now. Easy. I'll take, I'll say another, I'll go. It's not just Michigan. If J.J. McCarthy went to Illinois, he would win 10 games. With the team Illinois has right now? With the team Illinois had last year, he would have won 10 yeah. games. Okay, yes. Illinois has a good team last year. They have a top five pick. They have a, a, a running back that was up for the uh, Walter. Pick, they got uh, two more guys that are like top first round picks on the defense coming. They got some receivers that's decent. You know, they got some. Illinois going to be all right because they got a good head coach. Facts. Like, that's just what it is. Like, and J.J. McCarthy over there would be pretty successful because Illinois is going to be a top three Big Ten team next year. Right. Unless, unless Nebraska and Wisconsin get on fast, but that's going to take some time because Wisconsin's offense is going to look totally different. Right. Nebraska's offense is going to look totally different. So, you know. I just think that there's nothing elite about JJ that makes me. If we played Michigan this year, I got Sam Hartman all day. Sam Hartman all day. Give it. Get, I want him in the clutch. I want him in the crunch. The two minute, the opening play. Sam Hartman is a better quarterback than JJ Clark. Which is funny because, like Michael Park said, I see why Tommy Reese took Tyler Buckner over JJ McCarthy. I don't. Because I know the competition. I, JJ, I, mean, I know who JJ McCarthy played against at IMG. I know the competition he came from. He, see, he was at IMG. 
IMG had, man. I mean, look, they bang on everybody, but at least that schedule, <laughs> at least that schedule. That's why I'm like, CJ McCarthy is getting in great situations, which you can't be mad at. You said it's all about fit, right? That's for quarterback, okay, okay. right? Is a fit plays or is IMG like, <laughs> IMG ain't no fit, bro. <laughs> IMG is not a fit place. That's like, look. If IMG is a fit for every position on the field, bro. <laughs> That's a, hey, if you are just looking to be unfair, yeah, you go to hey, IMG. Wait a minute. So if IMG came knocking for Lil Left, I would want Lil Left to be good first. You can't tell how good you are at IMG. You can't tell. I think you get the most realistic picture of yourself like Michael Jordan and Jimmy Butler does. They don't play with the starting five. They play with the, the backups when they go practice. And then they Jimmy Butler with the backups beat the starting five like he did in Minnesota. And it is. And then, but you know, Jimmy's that guy. Yeah. Cat's not that dude. And you that's why tell, I, you need to tell Cat that he's not that dude. Because his his point of view of that same incident is totally different. It's totally different. And this dude was like, I got mine. I don't know what nobody was talking about. I was getting bucked. Like, dude, shut up. Get the your going ball self out of here. Straight up. He's changing his voice deeper. <laughs> I don't know nobody. I don't know what nobody else saw, but I was getting buckets. Like, clown. Go <laughs> <laughs> sit down. <laughs> what are you talking about right now? Exactly. You but lost to the third string. You lost, bro, against a team you shouldn't have lost to as an NBA player. But that goes back to where that's a that's a situation where you can tell if you really like that or not. Yeah, that's true. And I think for – I want that experience for my kids to have that because you learn leadership too. You got to play good and play well with other guys who aren't that good over a team that's better than you. I think that teaches you more than to being – semi-decently good, but you around so many other great players that you get washed in that that factor of being real with yourself. And then you go to college and you'd be like, damn, I'm I'm missing those elite traits because I was around this all the time. I'm kind of used to, you know, being in it. It's kind of like those guys that go to uh, those top basketball schools. And then they get there. And they just become an average player. But they were top in high school, but they played around all other top guys. So it kind of like evens each other. I just know the lead horse. I think any team you need a lead horse or like those two or three guys that are just better than everybody. Yeah. I think there needs to be a range of talent on teams. I think when you have a team that's all talented, it doesn't – I just don't think it's cohesive enough for individuals to be better outside of the team. If that makes oh. sense. <laughs> so we finally get to tier four, A. And this tier is entitled consistent. Damn, we haven't, we haven't even said Sam Hartman yet. No, we haven't. <laughs> we done went through so many tiers. We ain't got to Sam Hartman. Isn't Sam Hartman the top 10 QB this year? Golly, we haven't we got tier four? Tier four, A. <laughs> Consistently very good. Coastal Carolina's Grayson McCall. We went through Duke's, that. Duke's Riley Leonard. Kansas State's Will Howard. 
That's the LSU. big sucker, right? 14, he's huge. LSU's Jaden Daniels. That's disrespectful. Notre Dame, Sam Hartman. That's disrespectful. Oklahoma's Dylan Gabriel. That's way too high. And Tulane's Michael Pratt. Okay, he should be a little higher, though. He done brought Tulane to be a top 10 team by the end of the year with our dog, Lawrence Keyes. Shout out, Lawrence Keyes. You know, making it happen, former Notre Dame receiver. Should have kept him. <laughs> but Sam being disrespected at Tier 4, come on, you think Cam Rising's better than – I mean, the gap between Cam Rising and Sam Hartman's crazy. I think Sam Hartman is better than J.J. McCarthy. I don't understand these rankings, but um, the guys you you also mentioned in tier four are guys that were in the running of being our guys too, like Grace McCall. I'm sure we're looking at the uh, the two lane guy for a little bit, but being that far down for Sam Harbin and Jane Dan's, I think is disrespectful. So if you, I got B. Driss wrote an article about this particular ESPN load of crap. <laughs> and did you realize over the last two seasons that Sam Hartman threw 77 touchdowns and accounted for 89 total touchdowns? Guess the only two quarterbacks that accounted for more touchdowns in that same time frame. Who? The number one and number two picks of the NFL draft this year. <laughs> ESPN, what are we talking about right now, man? And I'm from one that said, look, I'm cool with having him rank fifth or sixth. Yeah, he needs to be in the top ten. Like, okay, you have a fifth or sixth. That's debatable because it's all pref- it's preferential. Yeah, once you get five, four, or six, it's like, you know, it's what you what you trying to do with the team. I'm you cool with it. Right. Right. If you wanna if you want to award Cam Rising for being a winner, we say uh uh being a, a marathon man, what they call those guys, uh through attrition, you just been there so long, you got tenure. Absolutely. It's a respect thing. Okay, it's a respect we get thing. We get that, right? We get that. Bo Nix really has has a lot of height value to with the numbers. You can and he's improved, can, he improved himself in the pocket. Of his time at Auburn to what we saw at Oregon last year. Did he improve his time in the pocket or did that D-line get different? <laughs> Are you talking about from conference to conference? Yes. Well, look, you can't – I mean, then you would have man, to say Alabama that about – chasing this man or Colorado D-line chasing this man? I'm just saying, man. you would have to say the same thing about Michael Penix. It's the same Michael conference. Penix. Wait, Michael Penix has elite talents where he wasn't a turnover machine in Indiana – like Bo Nix was in Auburn. That's fair. So, yeah, your turnovers lessen when you go to a conference where you get more time to, you know, do your thing. But also, Oregon has the skill position for days. You know, they got the receivers and all that stuff, you know. I think uh-huh. Bo Nix got better when he left from a tougher front seven. Michael Penix, Michael Penix is good anywhere he go. Especially if you throw two first round receivers at him. I mean, come on. Two first round <laughs> receivers. Hey, look. Like I said, Brian Driscoll, he wrote a response article. Very good. 
analysis, good numbers. I think they disrespected Riley Leonard. I this I think they disrespected Jake Daniels. That entire four A is trash. List should be two A. Yeah. At their lowest. At their lowest. At their lowest. If you don't look, no, he shouldn't be one A. I would venture to say Sam Hartman. Let's be real. Oh. If you told me that Sam Hartman didn't make the list of 1B, I wouldn't argue with you. Because that would mean you have him ranked 7th in the nation. Okay. And like I said, if you have him 5 or 7, I'm not about to argue with that. Right. I'm not. But once you get past Tier 2... And Spencer Rattler didn't make none of these either, by the way. Boy, you need to become Spencer Rattler's agent. Man, listen, Spencer Rattler feel better than Cam Rising. I know that. Dude. Come on, man. <laughs> if it's a respect thing, like, you giving Spencer was a top five pick. You don't go from a top five pick last year, preseason, to being in tier, what, six, seven? What, what tier is he in now? <laughs> I don't, that's like, he didn't get that bad over a year. Like, come on, dog. Like, that's disrespectful. He said, oh, Spencer Rattler is in tier 4B, bro. Okay, but still, you you don't have a top five pick evaluation and then go to three or four tiers down. That's just, what? Unless he lost his arm. Unless his, they chopped his arm, right arm off. He became a left-hand quarterback. I don't know how you go from, that's like saying Imani Bates is like a second-round pick. No, no. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.